Well, good morning. Welcome to the drive. Uh, continuing on in Colossians. It is uh, 6.19. It's a little bit later this morning. I slept in till a few minutes after 5 o'clock this morning. Didn't wake up at 4. Um, lately, I've been trying to get 7 hours of sleep a night instead of 6. Because um, sleep is good for you, right? So anyway, um, this weekend I got the youth retreat and... We're meeting at the church at 4.30. Going to be back Sunday after lunch. Um, and I'm excited for it. Excited to teach on the faith of Daniel on Saturday morning. And hear the other guys teach and just hang out with the youth and minister and hopefully pray. And um, that God would do a, pray if you would, that God would do a, a work. That uh, he would move in, in great ways in these kids lives because it's the next generation right it's going to grow up and take over for us so we've got to pour into them invest in their spiritual lives right um what i'm going to look at today is uh colossians chapter 1 verse 24 uh, the apostle paul writes this and he has experience so he he knows he's not just writing this to say this is what you need to do he's I believe relating because he says he writes i now i now rejoice in my suffering for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of christ for the sake of his body which is the church i now rejoice in my sufferings for you um i think that's huge because what he's saying is i'm i'm not suffering for no reason I'm not suffering for suffering's sake I'm not suffering just to show off Main or menu. to oh. Redial. I always hit Call that when I uh, this weird thing on my steering wheel um, he's not rejoicing for any other reason that he's rejoicing because he's suffering not in vain he's suffering for, for these guys uh, so he's living out his faith he's being bold he's being honest when it comes to sharing the gospel and living out his faith and if there's repercussions there's repercussions it's almost like that's what that's the sentiment essentially that that i'm seeing as i as i go through this letter that he wrote he's suffering sure but you would never know he's suffering, the Apostle Paul, until he writes, until he writes it down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't look at him and be like, "Man, that guy's miserable. It's horrible. He's complaining. He's just... I mean, I understand he's going through it. I, I see why he's writing all these letters of, of how hard and horrible this is. But he's not. He's struggling. He's suffering. He's going through it. But he's like, you know what? I'm rejoicing in the suffering. Well, how can he do that? How can he rejoice in suffering? Well, think about the book of Acts when he was in prison. Remember what he was doing? He was praising God. He was praying. He was chained to a guard, influencing everyone in there, whether they got angry or they started to believe. He was, he had a posture of praise, like in prison. Isn't that amazing? I don't know, that's amazing to me. I, I just think of that and I go, wow, man, that, that dude is rejoicing as he's locked up. 
you know, happen. Earthquake, the Lord opened the jail cell. And I love it because he ministered to the prison guard who was like, I'm, I'm now going to get killed because uh, you guys are being set free, so I might as well kill myself. And Paul's like, no. And the dude got saved, right? And it's like, wow. How did he do that? Like, how did, he, how did the Apostle Paul rejoice in suffering? Well, I believe it's because he was gospel-centered. He was thinking, his mind was on things of the Lord. Like he was focused on Jesus. He was focused on the mission, not the mess. Do you know what I'm saying? To put it in a southern phrase, I guess. He was focused on the mission, not the mess. And people, uh, I know people in the south go, oh, I'm a mess. You know, but it's like, we all are. But also you don't have to focus on the mess, the difficulties, the conflicts, the chaos. You know, you can focus on the Lord and the mission and what He's doing in and through your life. You can focus on the, the spiritual goals that He's given you, the calling and His will. Your faith will be in what you focus on. And so how can He rejoice in suffering? Well, it was all about, I believe, where His heart was, where His focus was, who He was looking to, what He was looking to. Man, I, I understand it can get, we can get down and depressed in an instant if we focus on all that's wrong or all that we wish was better or all that we wish we had or look at others and compare. And it's like uh, all of these things can bring us down. It can cause rejoicing to dissipate. Like I don't want to, I don't want my joy to be gone. Like, but it will be if I'm focusing just on the storms. The storms are going to happen. They're going to come and go like the rest of our lives. It's not like there's a point where it's like, oh, you know what? Finally, all the storms are gone. The trials are ended. I'm all good. Now, when that happens, you're going to be in heaven worshiping Jesus, right? <laughs> but until that time, storms are going to come and go. So what is the object of your focus? Who is the object of your focus? I think it should be Jesus. And I think the goal should be the spiritual calling that you have and that you're moving and progressing towards. It's like, we're, like Jesus said to his parents, like, I'm about my father's business. Like we want to further and work for and serve the Lord to further his kingdom. To see him do amazing feats, awesome work. And in order for that to happen, um, we need to be goal-oriented. We need to be focused. We need to be on the main thing, on the main mission. Because once we focus on self and all that we're going through, we get this woe is me mentality. Woe is me. Oh my goodness. Everything is horrible. It's just all... Like, we just think about all the stuff that's wrong and it's, it doesn't do our heart good. It's not a healthy habit to have. So how can we rejoice in suffering? Stay worshipful. Be in a posture of praise. Stay in God's word. Continue to assemble together with other strong, you know, biblical Christians that will encourage you in the word. That will be there for you. That will come alongside you 
And so I don't know. I rejoice in suffering. Like, it's possible. It's possible for us to rejoice in suffering. It just depends on if we're going to focus on the mission at hand. If we're going to look to the one who is leading us rather than looking to ourselves. Right? So focus on the Lord today. Live out his calling for you. He's doing a work. He's on the throne. Follow him. Look to him. And the result will be rejoicing. Amen? God bless you guys. Hope you have an amazing day. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.